and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast in association with theindicast.com. I'm your host Aditya and along with me is Srinivasan, a senior editor at Forbes India. Hi Srinivasan. Hi Aditya. This is not the first time that you are on Forbes India Cover Story podcast, but let me tell you that this is I am a virgin at this on on this particular podcast <laughs> because Abhishek who is the regular host of this podcast isn't keeping well so I'm just standing in for him so that our dedicated listeners out there don't worry Abhishek is going to be back I'm just standing in for him so and also Srinivasan just let me know if I commit any faux pas or anything like that never mind <laughs> so um, I'll make more mistakes than you perhaps <laughs> let's let, let's see how that goes so Srinivasan you have been busy for a while now leading a team of around 10 to 15 members that has put together a special report for the latest edition of Forbes India magazine it it basically is an investment guide for 2011 yeah and the subtitle of the story is how to overcome uncertainty and build wealth in a tricky year yes now as soon as i read that that itself gave me a very eerie very uncomfortable <laughs> feeling about what i am about to read or, or or about the year itself entire year so let me start out with this question why Did you choose to write such a gloomy cover story for an issue that is coming out on the 31st of December and ruin an investor's new year party problem? <laughs> well, it's not uh, so much about being gloomy as about being realistic. Readers uh, come to us to hear the truth, not get a pep talk. There are a lot of media outlets out there uh, who act as uh, cheerleaders for the markets. We are not one of them. So, you know, this year all told uh, it's going to be very difficult and uh, this is one of those times uh, when the smart investor can still make money despite what's happening around him. Like Warren Buffett said, be greedy when others panic and panic when others are being greedy. Aha. So, that is the theme for the whole year, I guess. That sounds to be a good mantra for anything in fact. in Absolutely. life and you know in fact you start the story saying that one would have made more money investing in onions than in equities absolutely and the image that i got in my mind was that onion fritters or you know as known as kanda bhaji in mumbai yeah. being served in a fine dining restaurant as if it were caviar or i i really don't know aditya if five star hotels can afford onion anymore <laughs> you know probably it's reserved for state dinners you know yeah exactly <laughs> visiting only, president or only when the ambassadors come down or you know heads of state or something like that yeah but on on a serious note sinivasan you know september 2010 saw bse sense a touch 20000 mark for the first time since what early 2008 i believe so so 2010 has been a decent year if not a good one for the investor hasn't it actually you know if you go by global standard it's been a very good year but and if you look at by our expectations we indians are used to 30% 25% kind of returns every year which is perhaps not going to happen every year going forward Uh, our expectations are very high so uh, even by those expectations you can call them decent if not great but if you go by what other markets have done um, uh, this is simply uh, too good yeah what <laughs> we have done in 2010 is uh, great i think we need to get our uh, reset our expectations now from the stock market absolutely absolutely but but what is changing now what are the factors that are actually ruining the party if i may say so and right. and more importantly tell me why is it happening now Okay. 
Okay. The party is not exactly ruined. Uh, for those uh, who can navigate this maze of conflicting signals that come from various places, the party is also not ruined for folks in their readers, if I may <laughs> put <laughs> my pitch in there. <laughs> but uh, what is changing? Two or three things. One is the U.S. is recovering. When America is doing bad, where does all that money go? It has to go to emerging markets, you know, right. and some of that money came to India. But now that U.S. is recovering and uh, the Christmas holiday season has clearly shown that consumer confidence is returning. There is one problem which is unemployment which is still high but it has started showing some sign of going down. So th- there is definitely going to be a lot of recovery and a lot of hope in the US and uh, people are going to be tempted to keep money there for better returns. Why? The stocks are cheap, all assets have fallen so badly that uh, this is bargain hunting time in US. In fact, I would say you and I should go and invest in the US now. <laughs> sure. Know it's probably a better bet. In fact, um, we have a story in the package uh, how to uh, do that um, effectively. So that is uh, one thing that has changed. The other thing is um, inflation in India is going up. You know, inflation has become a structural issue. If you ask economists, they'll say it's a structural issue nowadays. The thing is, uh, basically, there's food demand that's growing in India and China. New people are coming into the economic mainstream. Even people who are having two square meals a day are probably having three square meals a day. So food demand is going up and that's going to cause inflation, the price rises, driven by food prices. So, you know, when inflation goes up, interest rate goes up and so on and so forth, that is going to play out this year. RBI has not been able to contain inflation in the last four months. Some people might say that they are behind the curve. It's jargon to say that too little, too late. RBI has been increasing the interest rate so far, trying to contain inflation, but it has not been successful, which means that they will continue. They'll continue to increase interest rates, tighten money supply, and that will sacrifice some of the economic growth uh, that is otherwise possible. When that happens, look at companies you know, they are doing business, their cost of business is going up because, you know, interest rates are being increased. And because economic growth is slowing down, demand is slowing down. Uh, That means the growth they expected in uh, one year or two years will happen in three years or four years. You know, and plus the telecom scams, corruption in government currently in India, uh, non-functioning parliament are, are not helping things either. Uh, definitely not. In fact, they have changed the sentiment for the worse. Uh, two months ago, if you had spoken to people, they would say, you know, you look at FII investments, they're cool, you know, half of all the investment going to Asia is coming to uh, India, you know, we are going to do well and uh, there will be earnings upgrade in the third, after the third quarter, that and this. So yeah. people were really gung-ho and this uh, series of scams, uh, the 2G scam, uh, the Adarsh scam, uh, the Edurapa land scam, uh, then the housing finance scam and, and no, no, I don't. I don't even know the full list. As here, just uh, two days ago, there was this new Citibank fraud that's come. This has put a few things in perspective. One is that India is not really a place where corporate governance is like you know you can't give them ten out in on a scale of one to ten. Correct. You probably give them two or three. So you know this is going to make foreign investors nervous, and there could be even a re-rating of India. You know, you never know. I'm probably exaggerating, but the thing is, people are worried that investors will be worried about India the corporate governance issues and so on. But even more important, more urgent, is the political instability. Yeah. Right? This logjam you have seen in parliament has made people think, you know, will there be a realignment coalition? Will Manmohan Singh one day finally say, you know, I, I am not cut for this kind of politics, you know. Correct. I am not made for this, I am going. Uh, or or will, will, will um, Sonia Gandhi want to go for a midterm election? So this political uncertainty, a lot of speculation happening on that score um, is making people nervous. 
and yes. that is playing a big big role in making things suddenly bad i can imagine but but do you think china is also facing this is going to face the same problem absolutely uh, absolutely you know east is east and west is west in terms of inflation and economic growth because china is facing the same problems india is facing inflation is going up and they are raising interest rates and they are much more aggressive when they do anything they like they do it in big scale so even when they clamp down on inflation they do it in big scale and that could possibly soften the economic growth there the question now is will it be a soft landing or a hard landing uh, if there is a hard landing and uh, you know the economic growth plunges to yeah. a very small number then it is going to have an impact all over the world the world depends on china doing well in in many respects one is of course the demand for commodities um, if you look at our own export profile when us slowdown uh, hit us realize that we cannot be depending on one or two countries for our export basket so we have diversified that we have okay. we have gone to export to you know malaysia indonesia and so on other the asean countries and china in fact yeah what has that made uh, as is um, sort of dependent on the asean side of uh, the invasion as well that means if china goes down asean will suffer and What? our export will suffer to a great degree the positive side being that the oil prices will also go down which is a very big item for our inflation so you know people say that net net it may be a negative uh, thing for us uh, and uh, more importantly imagine what investors sitting in the us or in europe uh, think of this they'll say hey this this part of the world you know where china india are all there yeah. there's a lot of problem happening there let's not invest there so if china goes down it will increase the risk aversion of investors and they will pull money out of india also india also yes oh my god so we expect 2011 to be a tough year ahead you know but but now please okay give me a few things to be at least cheerful about in 2011 to be something good happening you know that's entirely the point of our story so far we were just talking about the context yeah uh, entirely the point of our story is how do you make money in this year you know in good year everybody will make money right the yeah. horses and donkeys run together but uh, this year only the smartest guys will make money how do you make money just look around us and see what is happening where uh, where the growth impulses are coming from uh one is agriculture you know uh, agriculture wasn't doing um, uh, well at all uh, at the beginning of 2010 in fact in 2009 uh, we uh, uh, we did very badly in agriculture um beginning of the year you know it was very sluggish but in the last two quarters agriculture has picked up tremendously right obviously commodity prices are going up so it's an encouragement for farmers to grow more right not only that uh, during the bad times people farmers have been investing money in improving yields because of you know a lot of schemes that put money in the hands of the farmers directly right plus uh, government has also been doing a lot yes there. government has been doing that and the results have started to show yeah. and uh, farmers have the money to invest in you know things like my, uh, my the drip irrigation systems wow. or nutrients or whatever whatever farmer is cash rich uh, these days so that investment is starting to bear fruit in terms of improved yields also so what what happens there is um you know there is there is a resurgent activity happening in agriculture initially people thought it it's probably just a low base effect you know when yeah. when you have not done well in one year the next year even if you do um, you know reasonably okay it looks great yeah. but but that growth is sustaining now and uh, you know there are, there is every reason to believe that um, agriculture will grow at like 4 4.5% in 2011 that's a very big number for agriculture wow. that means that means you should invest 
in themes around agriculture you can invest in agricultural land you can invest in companies that supply uh, you know these high demand pro- high value products to you know whether it is uh, drip irrigation and so on you to agricultural farms and the rural economy itself has been coming on its own uh, in the last uh, few years and it is gaining traction this year and we believe that uh, people playing to the growth of rural economy will do extremely well even the retail sector is looking at rural consumption yes, to drive yes, growth yes. isn't it see see um, you know everybody talk to say that you know we have been playing this uh, game of uh, catering to the city people and yeah. you know the easy low hanging fruits for a long long time correct now it is time for us to do some hard work expand our infrastructure and uh, reach out to the remotest part of the country, parts of the country and uh, you know tap this uh, new market and that is happening across from banks to uh, consumer goods companies to you know everybody is uh, going to the rural areas so as part of the story you are recommending stocks uh, that an investor should be looking at Yeah. Uh, to be investing in 2011 can, yeah. can you name a few stocks that are related to agriculture were there any other themes that emerged out of your recommended stocks well i would i would suggest readers go to forbes india and read it uh, for themselves Correct. for the simple reason that uh, a name alone doesn't matter you know the logic behind it and the numbers behind it actually matter and that's what we want you to read but but i can tell you what kind of companies we have recommended here if if you look at agriculture for instance we are recommending companies that supply inputs to this um, agriculture we, we have looked at an entire range of companies that supply inputs to agriculture and we have selected one or two that that are the best run more very profitable and uh, you know very well run companies that have very good network of uh, you know presence uh, in these areas and they are also available at cheap but you know if you go by you know what were the thumb, what was the thumb rule in in our selection stocks you would say one is this is not the time to um buy expensive stocks there was a time when you could buy expensive stocks and make more money because those times uh, expensive stocks still started going up and up so you could probably justify that in say 2006 or 2007 early 2007 but in 2011 when the market valuations are already at very very high levels you have to be obsessed with buying cheap so yeah. you go for the lowest pe that is available and see if the company is well run and you know uh, has no corporate governance issues and so on so that is one theme the other theme is you know when you say that interest rates are going to go up you have to look at companies that have survived high interest rate eras like 1990s lending rates were like 19 20% yeah. companies that have lived through that and aligned their cost structure made their cost uh, structure so efficient that this cost even a 19% 20% borrowing doesn't affect them so you have to look for such companies uh, you have to look for companies that that uh, low priced and uh, are playing um, a growth theme like maybe rural economy rural, maybe agriculture you know even us recovery you know you can yeah. ask yourself the question if us is recovering which indian companies will benefit so you know obviously technology companies will benefit but between technology among te- technology companies which is the cheapest priced and best uh, positioned to take advantage of what is happening in the us that is one thing uh, marginal shifts that are happening that are not visible to people so much Uh, but uh, there are definite multi year trends that will become big sooner or later one thing is for instance we are using petrol and uh, diesel uh, and other other uh, you know forms of energy uh, so much 
we are not using so much of natural gas but the shift is happening india is going to become a natural gas economy you know we are going to use natural gas in industry in transport in cooking in everywhere we are going to use natural gas so you know which are the companies that are positioning themselves today to play the team that in the next 5 years 10 years who are who is putting up the best infrastructure who is putting up the best business model those are the questions we have to ask and we asked those questions and we have kind of looked at 20 25 top class companies then we have crunched some numbers and came up with a final list of 10 stock recommendations right uh, you will see that in the magazine yes but what about the asset allocation though you know where is the yes. least risk and where is the most growth uh, yeah so, it's, it's asset allocation is even more crucial than knowing which stock to buy because equity is not the only asset class you should be bothering about when we are saying interest rate is going to go up obviously it means that debt is going to be more interesting yeah. this year um, you know debt uh, products could yield you let us say 10 11% um, this that is the same thing that uh, the stock market also going to is going to uh, return which means that without taking the risk that there is in in the stock market you could uh, invest in debt and uh, profit uh, but when interest rate goes up in one shot it is easy to invest because after the interest rate goes up you invest Correct. but when interest rate goes up one step at a time like four times five times what happens is when you invest early in the cycle the value of what you hold goes down when in, you know yeah. better interest rate offered to new products so you should invest only short term you know you should invest like a 90 day 60 day kind of deposit and wait when the interest rate goes up again invest in uh, at a higher level like that when the interest rates go up you also climb the ladder so look think short term uh, look for products that give you uh, the best returns and invest about 30% of of your assets in fixed income then um, you know um, um, there are few other asset classes that can give you some good returns one is uh, art art market has recovered so well in 2010 um, that it's back in business Uh, but but it has not recovered so much that uh, uh, it doesn't give you profit opportunities there yeah. is a lot of steam left uh, provided you know where to look for and what to select so we have some tips in our package how do you go about investing in art and what are the works that are more likely to um, appreciate uh, this year than others and so on commodities for instance commodity investing has come into mainstream in 2010 sort of and uh, 2011 it will be even more so yeah. it is time that individual investors started looking at commodity investing believe me it's a very risky game it's not like equity it's not like uh, you know investing in a, a mumbai property or anything it is a risky game and uh, you have to be alert all the time if uh-huh. you think that you can do the you know do the hard work and if you think that you have the risk appetite and you have the ability to take losses then you should try that out also we are recommending a small portion private equity funds are raising money from high net worth individuals so you should you could look at that also if you have the money private equity uh, is, you know you have to play that game over 7 years or 10 years we are telling you how to buy it and how to play the game and uh, you have real estate real estate is is a good uh, asset class in the long term because you know there is genuine demand in india that has not been met there is a lot of opportunity but do, believe me i am not telling you that you know you buy a house and you'll make money no it's extremely difficult uh, to make money in real estate as we say the era of easy pickings is over in real estate it as well you could buy a expensive property and start losing money when there is a correction yes yeah. you have to buy very very select properties uh, which play out a certain theme we are saying that redevelopment will uh, increase in uh, cities like mumbai you know an old property in kolaba being redeveloped or some you know they are yeah. going to unlock a lot of value and there you could probably enter 
and we are also seeing the premium end of the market is going to do well uh, because when interest rates rise you know uh, you and i when we are borrowing uh, to buy a home we are very sensitive about it and we might even postpone yeah. it if the interest rates are high let us not buy now but the premium end of the market is not sensitive to such cost escalations you know they'll still okay. buy so in bad times actually ironically luxury products do well there are very you know narrow niche uh, areas within real estate where you could make money and put a small portion there so we have a nice pie chart uh, very beautifully illustrated that tells you at one look you know how to allocate your funds you follow that and you'll be happy for the next year oh well thanks a lot for all those tips shrinivas and it's always good to know how to make money and and ensure that your money is actually working as hard as you are yes. uh, i feel a lot better now than when we started uh, this particular podcast and on and on that cheerful note i think it's time to wrap this episode up so all you listeners out there on uh, first of all on behalf of forbes india and the indicast i would like to wish you a very happy and a prosperous importantly yes. prosperous 2011 also to get your hands on the investment guide that we have just been talking about all this while please log on to business.in.com you can leave a comment on whatever has been discussed on this podcast and if you want to grab a copy of uh, the latest forbes india please go to the nearest bookstore or if you are lazy like me just uh, and want to get a copy delivered to you simply sms forbes to 51818 that is forbes 5 1818 thank you adita thank about- you very much i enjoyed the chat as well and uh, happy new year and happy investing thanks a lot srinivasan bye bye thank you thank you